0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks Podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. And we are live, Yield Mastermind Talks Podcast. Philip Randazzo here. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the show. And it is Monday. That means we have another exclusive one-on-one interview coming to you guys with someone that I have known for quite a long time. Um, She has been, uh, you know, I've known her, I think, since middle school even. And, you you know, you guys know how it is. You guys go your separate ways. Things happen, yada, yada. And so recently... I saw on Facebook she had launched a blog and uh, I checked it out, and man, I was, I, honestly, uh, I was really pleasantly surprised. It was freaking super well put together. The content was incredible, and just the level that they were working and operating this thing, I was super impressed. And so, of course, we had to get her on the show. I had to share with you guys what she's doing, how she's doing it, and I came to find out, you know, she's currently also working a full-time corporate job while she does this. So for those of you who are using that as an excuse, It is no longer valid. I mean, it hasn't been valid this whole time. It's just a a way for you to put off um, taking action and and doing what you love to do. I don't know why you would ever want to do that, but uh, this totally debunks it she is killing it and i'm super excited to bring you guys today's conversation. So um enough with the uh the foreplay if you will. Uh we are hearing today from Angela Greco. I'm going to get into her bio here. So Angela is the co-founder of a blog called True Zest and that's T R U Z E S T. She is a God-fearing leader who strives to inspire others, which she is absolutely doing. She comes from a family who has owned and operated a cosmetology school in Las Vegas for over 40 years. She also has a background in cosmetology, fitness, and all things creative. What she didn't put in her bio is that she's a former college Division I cheerleader. She cheered for the University of Nevada, Reno. I mean, she really is a high-achiever uh, on a huge level and I was really really impressed with our conversation. She knows exactly what she's doing, you know, and it's funny we we talk a lot about you know the fear of putting your craft out there for others to see and and the fear that goes into that, but you know she she's putting one foot in front of the other. She's getting it done and you know True Zest was born. You guys got to check out her website truezest.com, but Before you do hear this conversation, I mean, she's got a ton of great stuff to share, some books, some information, how to operate a business on the side when you have a full-time job, all that good stuff and more. Thank you guys for tuning in, and please enjoy my conversation with Angela Grigo. You are listening to the Yield Mastermind Talks Podcast. Enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101, the six steps to take you from where you are to where you want to go. This is one of those books that basically takes all the things that are being shared On the podcast puts them into a practical applicable form applicable kind of framework that's going to allow you to pursue your passions dreams goals whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in your life at this point in time it's going to take that put it into a framework and help you get there and just for tuning into the show go to the rocket fuel 101 in numbers book.com the rocket fuel 101 book.com put the book in the cart Type in promo code PODCAST. Once you get to the checkout, you are going to receive 25% off any and all purchases from that site just for tuning into the podcast. Again, go to the therocketfuel101book.com, buy the book, enter promo code PODCAST, you're going to receive 25% off any and all purchases. This is one of those books that's literally going to transform your thinking. You can see a bunch of testimonials on the site. There's some informational videos and a bunch of goodies there. Check that stuff out. See for yourself what the hype is all about. You want to get yourself a copy. Don't be late to this party. Again, promo code podcast is going to get you 25% off any and all purchases. And I'm just going to say now, enjoy the book because we know you will. Angela, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Philip. Thanks for having me. It's- an honor to be on this show. Never thought I'd be doing something like this.
0: <laughs> and and it's funny that's that's part of the journey, right? It's like doing these things that we never thought we'd do or, or never thought we'd be, feel comfortable doing. But it's uh it's just part of the growing process.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. It's all about putting yourself out of your comfort zone.
0: That's exactly right. And and I'm super excited to talk with you today because that in a nutshell is kind of what you've been doing. You know, I've I've very briefly seen everything that you've been doing with this, uh, true zest blog that you have, and we're going to get into that. But first I want to give the audience, uh, the listeners kind of some backstory, like who is Angela Greco, and kind of the, the life events that have happened that have taken you from, you know, where you were, you know, young Angela Greco to who you are today.
1: Yeah, totally. So I will get right into it. I, uh actually come from a family of entrepreneurs. My grandma has owned and operated um, a cosmetology school out in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's called the Academy of Hair Design. And she's been the owner for over 40 years. Wow. And so now as she's, you know, kind of retired, my parents have taken it over and managed it from day to day. And so I kind of grew up in that at atmosphere my whole life. And then, you know, growing up in my childhood, I danced, I cheered in both high school, college. Um, I actually somehow found my way into a leadership role for both high school and college. I was the captain. So that was pretty rewarding. And, you know, after that, it was like real world set in and it was time to find a real job. And, so I ended up moving out to Arizona, and I found a job, and that's kind of when the blog was born, actually, it was, you know, at my corporate job, and I had some extra time. I was thinking, like, what am I going to do with my life? Where is this headed? And that's when my coworker, now my best friend, my co-blogger, the other co-founder of TrueZest, kind of approached me, and she was like, hey, do you want to start a blog? We both were kind of like not Feeling very fulfilled, I would say we're both pretty creative, and for lack of a better for lack of a better words, um, our let's see here, our creative itch was getting itchy. Ah. So she asked me if I wanted to start this blog, and I was like, Oh God, no! I was literally thinking <laughs> I'm not going to be like one of those quote unquote bloggers. So, you know, after some time had passed, she kept making little comments like, hey, let's just do this for ourselves. You know, it'll be like good therapy. We can talk about like all the things that we talk about, you know, just one-on-one. And I mean, we can just start it and see what ends up happening. So I kind of gave in after some time and I we started writing, writing some stuff up. Um, it was kind of like our little secret that we were like afraid to share it with yeah. anyone. We're like, we didn't know what people were going to think. Like never really been a writer. So we're like, where where are we gonna take this? So, one day we're like, all right, forget it. Let's just put it out there and see what happens. Like we had already invested some time, some money, and some deep thought into this blog, so we just kind of put it out there, and one thing led to another, and we just have been running with it every day. We're gaining some momentum and gaining some traction, and you know, it's just those little things like hearing from even complete strangers saying, "Hey, I like what you're doing." keep doing it and you know it's just rewarding and knowing that we are so scared to do this but we just continue to do it and keep pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones.
0: Yeah, man, it, you hit it right on the head. I mean, it is one of the most rewarding things and yet it is one of the scariest moments like when you're first about to put the, you know, whatever it is that you're doing out there. It's such a scary moment and for some reason we're all so afraid to to click submit or send or whatever. And and once you do it, you realize it's, it's, you know, you were scared for nothing, but, you know, it it happens to everybody. uh, And I want to dive into all that stuff. But first, uh, I want to go back to the beginning. So, you know, your grandma was an entrepreneur. You grew up in an entrepreneurial household. And because I've done my research, uh, I know that you grew up in an Italian family. And you and I can relate there because you know, my last name is Randazzo. I grew up in a very Italian uh, culture-based family, and so you know, we, we could have many conversations about the world of Italian families and eating dinners oh, yeah. and the craziness that that is. But I want to ask, you know, what, what were some of the things you learned growing up about you know, seeing entrepreneurs like your family members that are entrepreneurs, seeing them work? What were some of the lessons that you learned from them early on?
1: I can definitely say I learned a lot about being persistent and making sacrifices. Mm. Um, You know, just seeing how my grandma did things throughout the years—that you've got to make a lot of sacrifices in life, and most of it, I would say, is time. You know, you can't always do the things that you want to do because you know, if you want to follow your dreams and get after it, then you're going to have to set aside some time. Whereas, you know, maybe your friends are going out, or you know, just even you know, you're trying to save money so you can do, you know, your big dreams. So, and, you know, just being persistent and continuously pushing yourself and just doing it, you know? So that's what I learned, I would say most from my grandma.
0: Yeah. And, and you're so right. I mean, it's, and even in, in us, you know, we're both young entrepreneurs trying to, to get our, our businesses or ideas or whatever off the ground, you know, we have to make those same sacrifices. I find myself, you know, if you have, I'll say this for the listeners, if you have FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to put that aside if you want to start a venture because there's many nights where, uh, you know, I'm either podcasting or doing some website design or whatever. I'm sure it's the same for you and your co-founder. You know, you guys are coming up with material, et cetera, and there's sacrifices that you make. but you do those things you make those sacrifices with the end in mind you know why you're making those sacrifices and it is such a rewarding process and you know I venture to say I mean I grew up in an entrepreneurial household and I know that definitely you know had a trickle down to me in the way that I worked in not so much school but sports and so would you say that that had a big effect on on you you know getting to the level that you did with dance and cheerleading and all that stuff?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it totally taught me discipline at such a young age. In fact, my dance teacher, I think I started dance when I was three years old. And the first thing we learned was the big D word, discipline. <laughs> and so, you know, that's just carried on throughout the years. And, you know, you got to sacrifice what you got to do what you want in the end, you know, so totally yeah. trickled down or up through my whole life i should say
0: yeah most definitely and and were there anything uh i'm i'm sure there were but is there anything that comes to mind when you when you think about you know being a cheerleader in college i mean that's it, it's a feat to do that number one it's a very time consuming number two and it, and it takes a level of discipline like you said but is there anything throughout that whole process you know of your life that you learned about yourself you know was I'm sure you came up against hard times when you were cheerleading. You know, maybe you didn't want to do it all the time, or you had an issue with a, you know, a, a cheerleading teammate, or whatever it might have been. Was it, was there any one thing that you learned about yourself during the hard times there, or even during the process of all that stuff?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that it taught me about people and dealing with like tons of personalities, and you know, I, mean, not I can quality. only
0: imagine the personalities on, the, on a cheerleading team
1: yeah lots of females exactly <laughs> and um i think it also taught me to you know as i became like a leader that i wasn't so natural at it at first but i was like adamant about be becoming a leader so you know teaching myself whether it was like reading or just like continuously practicing and bettering myself each and every day and you know taking my moments and learning a lot about myself and growing throughout that whole process.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think it really is critical to take those moments. And, of course, um, getting uncomfortable is how we grow. And so putting yourself uh, – I don't know if you put yourself in those leadership roles on your cheerleading teams or if someone else uh, put you there, but, I mean, being uncomfortable like that, there's definitely a lot of growth that takes place and you hit on, you know, that you did a lot of reading. Are there any books in in particular that come to mind when when you, you know, you think about the books that you read that kind of helped you um kind of navigate that that area?
1: Um yeah, I would say one of my favorite authors and listeners, I should say, would be Dave Ramsey.
0: Mm. I feel
1: like he teaches you a lot about, you know, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And there's a reason why, you know, these leaders and these entrepreneurs are a special group of people. And it's because, you know, they have the motivation and inspiration to be able to do these things and they are persistent with it. So I would say I listen in to him a lot and just kind of take in every word he has to say.
0: Yeah, awesome. And it it really is, you know, the entrepreneurs and the people who are out there accomplishing things are doers, right? Like, that you have to put action behind these things that you want to accomplish because, and you said it so perfectly, it's like if if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. I mean, everybody has these ideas like, you know, I want to start a blog or um, I want to, you know, start this business or I want to go do this, I want to lose weight, I want to do this, that, and the other thing. We all have these ideas, but when it comes down to it, you have to just take action. And so I I love that insight and, um, you know, I, so I want to talk about true zest now and, and kind of how that came about. And I know you hit on it a little bit earlier, but why a blog? You know, you said you didn't write that much. How did the idea of a blog come about? Because in today's world, there's so many different mediums you could have chosen, like audio, for example, the YouTube channel. Um, I mean, they're, they're countless, but why a blog? Yeah.
1: So I think that Linda she first came up with the idea she actually has like a pretty strong background in writing and editing so when she brought that up to me i'm like but i'm not a writer like <laughs> i mean i've done it and i can do it but i don't see myself as like some great writer and she was like she made light of you know you have so many other skills that we can like bring into this and she's like we have the time so let's just do it and see what happens and so um you know she was like you have the leadership part down you have you know you're super business minded you have like uh a background in fitness cosmetology you can bring you know all the your hobbies of like crafting into this and you know kind of just make it a team effort of like working together and putting together our skills
0: yeah and it's so funny because a lot of people will th- in you know people that are in your shoes like okay I can't write but you know a blog sounds interesting that's why it's so awesome, and it makes so much sense to bring in a partner or someone that you can work on these things with, who have those, you know, differences. Because that's how you know JT and I, my co-founder, that's how we operate. You know, I'm in love with this podcasting stuff and putting together content, and he's definitely more on the analytical side, and he does a lot of stuff with the Mastermind Group. And so, it's it's awesome to have a teammate and someone to to collaborate with. And uh, you know, I'm curious, how did you come up with the name True Zest?
1: I know. That's a good question. Um, We sat there and we seriously brainstormed for like a week straight. We have like all of our like notes. It's actually really funny. And so like one of the things that we can't kind of came up with was, you know, how, what do we want to like translate in our blog? And so we kind of went with the let's inspire, you know, in our own lives, we were feeling like we kind of had lost our zest. We didn't really like know which direction our life was going. So like, maybe, you know, let's write about ourselves and how we can find our own zest and our day to act- day day to day activities. And maybe we can translate that by bringing new ideas to other people, you know, whether it's, you know, just having to get up and get ready in the morning and you got to work and then, you know, you got to come home and try and get to the gym you know sometimes you lose your motivation there and then come home if you have kids cook dinner you kind of start to feel like a machine and Mm -hmm. it's just like you know you have to do all these things over and over again and we were kind of sick of like feeling like we're just looking forward to you know the weekends and we're like we need to bring that fulfillment back into our own lives and then translate it to how others can do the same
0: Yeah, I mean, man, that's such an awesome thing you guys are doing, and I'm really excited to see how this kind of unfolds. And so with the name True Zest, I mean, when you guys came up with that name, did it just like hit you, you know, smack dab in the middle of the eyes, or did you have to think about it and say, okay, yeah, this makes sense. How how did that come about?
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny how we like work together, because like one of us will come up with like one name and then the other, like, "Uh," and we're pretty honest with each other. You know, we'll tell each other, I don't really like it. And then we both know if we're both like, ah, yes, that's it. That's like our aha moment. Like, just hits the spot for both of us. It's just like that confirmation, like, we both love it, so let's just run with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's similar to how the process for – it's funny, all these uh, similarities. And that's why I love hearing other people's stories because it really is such a similar journey. You know, we're all going through the same processes and, and same difficulties and roadblocks and challenges, etc., and so I love hearing the way that other people navigate it and how similar it is to how we do it. And one of the things that you just hit on that I'm curious about, you said that, uh, you know, you and your partner are pretty forward with each other. You guys kind of say it like it is. Um, is there anything else that you guys think is, or, or is there anything that you think is really critical to having a good partnership, whether it's business, whether it's relationship, I mean, could be any type of partnership. Is there anything else besides the communication aspect that you think is absolutely critical to creating a partnership? you know, good partnership.
1: Yeah. I think that what really worked for us is that we were like good friends before all of it started. So I think, you know, we instilled that trust in each other and we were so similar in so many ways yet so different and we respect each other. You know, we understand, especially there's like points in time where one of us will kind of get discouraged and the other person jumps in and says, Hey, we got this. It's a team effort, you know? don't get discouraged. And then, you know, the next week maybe it's the other person that's feeling discouraged. And so I think we really just are able to uplift each other and push each other to keep doing this.
0: Yeah. I think that's, that's really vitally important to helping push these things along because you're right. I mean, if you're in this by yourself, um, it can be a very long and tough process and a long road, uh, to take to get to where you want to go because, When you're in it by yourself, you're trying to come up with all these different things and handle all these different areas of of business or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. It can become very, very difficult. And so I'm curious you know, you guys decide you're going to create this blog, you decide to name it True Zest. How do you guys come up with with your first post? You know what? Um, And I guess, okay, first, let me backtrack. Um, If you could describe, uh, I know you did uh, briefly, but if you could describe your blog and What idea or what, um, you know, things of importance your blog is trying to put across? If you could describe that in one sentence, how would you describe your blog?
1: I would say um, inspiration. We are going with the whole theme of, no, nobody's life is perfect. And we can, like, make fun of ourselves. And, you know, we don't try to put on that front. We're authentic in our own lives and you know, we want other people to feel that they can be too, you know, everyone yeah. makes mistakes. So
0: yeah, exactly. And so what's areas specifically are you guys, or is your site blog geared towards in inspiring people uh, in their lives to, you know, push forward?
1: I would say just your like day to day activities. So you know, most people have to get ready in the morning. Most people go to work. Most people, you know, try to get to the gym or exercise in some way or another. You know, most people have to feed themselves, so we like to, you know, share recipes. And you wake up and you do it all over again. So, you know, those basic areas, um, Linda is a mother to a adorable two-year-old boy, so she's also going to be writing posts, like, on motherhood in the future, too, you know, and how she invest, still has to invest time for herself so that she can still find that zest for herself.
0: Yeah. And I, man, I think that's absolutely critical for mothers and for, you know, single people or people in relationships. I mean, you need that time for yourself. And so back to my question before, how does your first post come about? Who comes up with the idea? What is the idea? And, um, what does that development process look like for you guys?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of funny because we are like totally all over the place. Like we just throw ideas at each other and we're like, wait, let's backtrack because we never even finished the sentence, you know, and <laughs> our idea here. So we both come up with ideas and I think as we're getting into this, we're getting better about like writing them and logging them so that we don't forget, it, you know, as we yep. go to write posts in the future. But I think it's been, like, a little bit difficult because we have, like, all these ideas and, you know, all these creative things we want to do and ways to implement it. But actually executing it is, like, you know, we kind of run into, like, roadblocks or how do we set this up or, you know, how do we just put one foot in front of the other in what order?
0: Yeah. And man, it's funny because those are all things that people who are looking to launch something go through. Um, And I think being able to navigate them and, and obviously you guys have done a great job in doing that. And so, you know, take me to the moment, you know, you're about to launch your first blog post. You know, what are the emotions like? I mean, are you just freaking nervous out of your mind? Are you anxious? You know, what is that moment like for you as you're about to You know, basically put this thing that you've been working on out into the world and basically showing other people like, hey, look at what I've been working on. Here's what I'm doing. I mean, it's such a vulnerable thing. But what what is that moment like for you?
1: (laughs) Super funny, actually. So we're like sitting in this private room, like, all right, let's just, you know, post our stuff on social media and see what happens. So we have like this post like all written out. And I remember I'm like sitting at the keyboard and my palms were literally sweating. We we're like, should we do it? Should we not do it? Like, are people going to think we are crazy? Like, you know, no one knows me as a writer. That's for sure. So we did it. And I remember we we're like shaking. And every like five seconds, we we're checking our phone. Like, have we gotten any likes? Is, you know, are people reading it? And it was kind of slow at first. But, you no, know, even just that little bit of feedback was just reassuring for us.
0: Yeah. And so now how long has True Zest, um, the blog been online? How long have you you guys been at this process?
1: Yeah. So we, I would say we've been writing for about like three months, but I would say probably not until like the past month and a half that half that we've gotten like really serious about it and decided like, we're just going to go full force with this. Um, there's a book by Seth Godin called "Poke the Box," mm. and so we always like use that as an example. We're just going to keep poking the box, keep poking it, and eventually, you know, the lights are going to flicker and the buzzer is going to sound, and you know, it's going to be that moment of success. You know, we've done it. So,
0: yeah, and and Seth Godin is an, is an incredible author. I'm sitting here at my desk and literally right above my computer uh with an eye shot is uh, Seth Godin Purple Cow. I mean, I've read so many of his books. He's a, a brilliant guy, but I mean, it's the concept is is so it's just brilliant. Like you have to continue poking the box. You have to continue pushing the boundaries and, you know, that's where you're going to grow. You you know, I know for me personally, I've I've done things and I've put thing put things out there that haven't worked. And, you know, you have to go through that process as much as you have to go through putting out things that do work. And so I think just continuing to push the boundaries, um, I think that's absolutely critical. And I think you and your partner are, are, are doing a great job of developing content because you guys seem to be putting out content on a very regular basis. And that's one of the things that I look for in a blog. And that's one of the things that I have a very hard time finding. It's like... I either find a blog that puts out too much content and it's just total overwhelm, or I find a blog that puts out a really great post, but then I don't see them again for three months. So, do you guys have like a you know a a timeline or a calendar that you use to to put this stuff out? I mean, have you guys even put any thought on that? I'm sure you have.
1: Yeah, so we're trying to do we're trying to put um, posts out there weekly. So it's been quite difficult. I mean, some long nights, definitely weekends together, and so. You know, any free moment, even if that means taking a lunch um, and sitting at a computer and working on the blog posts like, you know, we'll, we'll do it because we know that's what it's going to take.
0: Yeah, and so, like, start to finish, how, how long does the typical blog post take for you guys?
1: Mm, that's a good question. I would say, like, a couple of hours. Like, one of us will kind of start writing, and the other person will jump in. And then, usually, I would say, Linda... That's for like finishing touch because she's got the the writing and editing skills. Yeah. So I would say, I mean, we can knock. it just depends on what we're writing, but usually less than a day.
0: Okay. And I have a question. I'm, I'm just curious because, you know, for me, we're both in the, the content arena. You know, we're both out mm-hmm. there pushing content. Um, how do you guys think of content to put out there? I mean, do you guys, obviously you have things that happen to you on your, on your daily lives that you think people can benefit from, but I mean, what is the process like? I mean, do you get a flash of an idea and then you shoot a text message over to Linda and like, Hey, this is what I got. Or do you guys sit and have brainstorming sessions or do you go to blogs that that you guys admire and, and want to become similar to and try and piggyback off some of their ideas? How do you develop your content?
1: Um, I would definitely say, like in our experiences, so even maybe if it's not something that I'm like experiencing right now, or Linda, it's some someone close to us, and you know if they're going through something and we kind of see what's happening, like oh, that would be a great um that would be a great idea for a post because you know so many people can relate to that' this person's human, you know, yeah. so I would say just you know. Experiencing our own self and others.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and that's and that's exactly how I develop my content as well. I think that's spot on. And so, I have a question for you regarding. So, you know, you you do work full time. You have a corporate job right now, and then you're balancing this stuff on the side. Um, and I know that we have a lot of listeners that are either doing the same thing or are thinking about doing that. You know, they have that corporate job and they want to step out and start doing something, but they're afraid, they don't know if they have the time, they don't know where to start. So, maybe take us through like that process for you, you know, what does your day look like or how did you um how do you find time to do this? I'm just curious to to hear your process because I know that that's one of the questions we get asked a lot people are looking to step out and start to create something, but they're, they're unsure. And their, their number one excuse is like, I don't have the time. I already have a full-time job. And obviously that's, that's not something that should be holding you back because I mean, the stuff that you guys are creating while having full-time jobs is just absolutely incredible. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, that's definitely been quite the challenge. I mean, you know, we all have things going on, going on in our personal lives and work takes up a big chunk of that for most of us. So I think it's, you know, taking any free second that we have to do it. You know, if that means we get some of our work done early at work, we get right back to, you know, doing our blog, obviously, at our job, we got to get our job done first. But, you know, it's those lunches, it's those late, those late nights, it's, I can't even tell you the last time I watched TV, (laughs) you know, like I come home and I sit at the laptop and work away. So it's
0: making those sacrifices. Yeah. That's, that's so funny because I, I, I mean, I'm the same way. I can't tell you the last time I, Watch t v or had time to sit down and you know watch a full movie. I do make it a case to go to the movie theaters every now and again because I do like getting away and there there is something to be said for being able to disconnect for a while from whether it be work or you know this this business that you 're running. There is something to be said for that, but I'm in total agreement with you it 's like it's just you can 't stop you know it's that you lose track of time it's just you it's your absolute passion, and so of course you 're going to spend every moment that you can working on this stuff, and I think. And not even I think. That's why I know that that you and your partner are going to be able to do this full-time at some point. Or it's going to stem into something else because you guys have the passion. You know, you're putting out incredible content. And uh, I think it really is going to help benefit a lot of people. And so before we get into the rapid-fire portion of the show here, I have one last question for you, Angela. And that's, you know, what's next for True Zest? Are you guys exploring any new arenas? Are you, um, you know... Are you just looking to to add more content? I mean, what is what is the next big thing that you guys are looking to uh to accomplish uh here in the very near future?
1: Yeah, so I would say we really as we move forward want to like get to know our readers that way we can, you know, personalize it to what our audience loves and, you know, what we can translate to them to help them. I really love that quote by Zig Ziglar and Something of something the lungs of, you know, you can create the life, or no, I'm sorry, you can um, have anything you want in life, as long as you help enough other people. So I think, you know, we always have to remind ourselves of that. Ultimately, it's going to come back to us. And if we do this, not only because we're passionate about it, but that we want to help other people, then, you know, who knows where it's going to lead us.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean, I, I refer to that quote often. I think it's it's a brilliant concept and and you guys are definitely living that out. So really props to you for doing that because it's one thing to have an idea. A lot of people are very self-centered in, in what they're doing. Obviously, we do this because we want to grow it and we want to be able to survive off, you know, doing these things we're passionate about, but it starts with helping others first. And so uh I'm, you know, it's it's awesome to hear that there's other people out there doing that. And so now let's go ahead and get into the rapid fire portion. So my first question for you Angela is when you think of the word success, who was the first person that comes to mind and why?
1: Definitely my grandma, like I mentioned earlier. Um, actually, this is pretty cool. She has won Businesswoman of the Year three times in the state oh my of Nevada. goodness. I know. And then um, just last year in 2015, the Academy of Hair Design. Design was nominated as Family Business of the Year. So,
0: wow, man, we are the
1: I know it's crazy. I can't believe it either. We are officially the longest um, standing beauty school in Las Vegas as of this year, a couple of months ago. And you know, I think my grandma has just really grown the business and shown everybody if you do the right thing, you know, not so much chase after the money, but do it for the love of it and for helping other people that. It's gonna come back around to you.
0: Yeah. what What is your grandma's name?
1: Sandy Dunham.
0: Sandy Dunham. Well, let's see we're giving Sandy Dunham a shout out because man, that is that's freaking incredible. I mean, to to be able to do anything and sustain something for forty years and be able to do it the level that it sounds like she's doing it, Sandy, congratulations. That's freaking awesome. Um, and you obviously did a great job in uh, you know showing that to to other people like Angela and we're. We're glad that there's people like her in the world. So, Angela, um, are there any books? I know we we talked about a, a couple, you know, books and authors um, over the course of our conversation. But are there any books that you gift to people, or books that you highly recommend, other than the ones you've already shared?
1: Mm-hmm. Let me think here. I just recently read "Rich Dad Poor Dad," and that kind of like, you know, enlightened me that. I can create this life that I desire by making like money work for me. And I thought that just like brought new ideas to, you know, my brain that I had never even like imagined it in that way. And now all things are possible if you just do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic book. Um, so I'll link to that in the show notes for you listeners. Uh, very easy to find. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Robert Kawasaki, I believe, is the author. It's a great stuff. So, Angela, do you have a podcast or YouTube channel or some other online resource besides uh, True Zest that, that you recommend to other people that they check out?
1: Yeah. My favorite is Entree Leadership, and it's affiliated with Dave Ramsey. And it's like a mix between entrepreneurship and leadership. And they have some like huge name people on that podcast. And um, I love it. I know like exactly when their, their podcasts come out every week. And I look forward to hearing it. And it always just, you know, brings new ideas to my head. Like, ah, I can do this and I can do this. And if we just mix a little bit of leadership and entrepreneurship together. We can strive for big goals.
0: Yeah, definitely a great podcast. I'll be linking to that in the show notes as well. And it's funny that when you when you take in that type of information, like you stop watching the the junk on TV and you're taking in this good content, this good empowering, like inspiring, very thought-provoking information. I mean, I know for me personally, the level of of thinking and and the way that I have been acting and and taking action has just totally increased just by changing the inputs that I'm taking in.
1: Exactly. Turn off the idiot box, as my mom says.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, Angela, if you had to pick one part of your daily routine to do for the rest of your life, if you couldn't do any other parts of your daily routine, what would that one part be and why?
1: I would say exercising. Um, Actually, I just recently began to feel like I really love to exercise. You know, it makes me feel good, it clears my brain, um, like regroups my thoughts, and it just motivates me for the rest of the day. Um, There was like a point in time, actually, I'd studied abroad for a little bit and I wasn't exercising. And I never realized how much, like, I actually, it's like a love-hate relationship. Like, you know, you hate it, like, when you're on your way to the gym, but once you're there, you know, the hard part is over. So I would say for me, it's definitely exercising.
0: Yep. I mean, that would have to be mine as well. I think it's vitally important. So for all you listeners out there who haven't yet gotten the hint from all of the guests you need to start exercising at some point in time. It really makes a difference. Just go get out there and take action. That's what we've been talking about all episode. Just get out there and do it. So, Angela, where can people find out more about you and what you're up to?
1: Yeah, so our website is truezest.com And then you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest. We got the works going, so...
0: Fantastic. And yes, just to clarify, you guys, it's TrueZest, T-R-U-Z-E-S-T. That's correct, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. You you dropped the E in true, but seriously, you guys got to go check this website out. It's super easy to navigate. Really awesome content right at the top of the page. You can subscribe so you can get all the blogs just come into your email. That's what I do. It's super easy. And then I just check my inbox and read the stuff. It's awesome. And So, Angela, we always have our guests share their favorite quote or one of their favorite quotes to end the show. So what is a quote that you've prepared for us today?
1: Yeah, so it is by Seth Godin, Poke the Box, like we talked about earlier. Beautiful. And the quote reads, Today, not starting is far, far worse than being wrong. If you start, you've got a shot at evolving and adjusting to turn your wrong into a right. But if you don't start, you never get a chance.
0: Perfect. I love it. What a great way to end the show. Angela, thank you so much for for coming on and chatting with us today. I mean, man, you've shared so much insight and wisdom. Uh, I'm so glad that you took the time to, to talk with us today.
1: Yeah, thanks, Philip. I appreciate it. And I had a blast doing it as well.
0: Of course. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We will see you next time. If you guys enjoyed that episode, please let us know. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to be at Yield Mastermind on all those platforms. Check out our website, YieldMastermind.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Please reach out to us. Let us know if you like the show. Let us know if you're loving the content. Please write us a review on iTunes if you feel the desire to. We really appreciate hearing from our audience and really understanding if you guys are loving what you're hearing or if you guys would like to hear something totally different we're always open to that stuff thanks for listening we hope you are enjoying this show as much as we are and we can't wait for you guys to tune in next time